Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Welcome back. Today's episode, my friend Bailey is here with me. Hi. Now, Bailey and I have known each other. Well, we've known of each other, I think, for like five years, right? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, we came across each other's YouTube videos, I believe. Um, At least that's how I found you. I can't remember who found who first. I feel like you found me first and you like like messaged me and then I was like, oh, who is this? Okay, yeah, that's probably (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah, back when... We were both starting our channels, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a few years, but we've kind of kept socially or social media. We've kind of kept in contact on social media. Yeah. Um, and then we met up in real life <laughs> like a year ago. Oh, my God. Has it been that long already? Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> wow. We need to get together again soon. Cause yes. You're also in Minnesota. I guess I should start with that. We're in the same area. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Now, I know this is going to be a a dating podcast, and we'll be talking a lot about dating and your relationship. But before we get into that, I'd love to hear more about your life, what you're up to, and all of that. Yeah. So I'm actually senior at St. Thomas right now. It's a private school in Minnesota. Um, I'm majoring in marketing management. So like right now, I'm working on job applications and trying to finish senior year with all of the madness happening. Um, but yeah, with yeah. this time off, I've really started to focus on my passion projects because I have so much time on my hands. So that's really exciting. And then I'm kind of just looking forward to all the plans that I have after, you know, I graduate and all of that. Not too much going on, just trying to figure out everyday stuff. So what's your passion project that you mentioned you're going to work on? Well, um, I definitely want to start working on my YouTube channel more. I have been watching my old videos throughout the day today, and I've been thinking about it a lot over the past few months. And with senior, I've just been so busy. And I've thought, you know, when everything calms down, I really want to get back into it. And I feel like that's just going to happen way faster now that I'll be at home all day. So I'm really excited about that. So yeah, I mean, and also I've been working on my journal, which has been helping my mental health a lot. And I've gotten super, super into it. Like I sit there for hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so therapeutic. Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) So those are kind of what I'm working on. That's awesome. I definitely recommend just going for it with YouTube um, because I cannot tell you like how many years I've spent wanting to start it before I actually really committed to it. And now I wish I started sooner. Yeah, I really wish I had kept with it. I just life got so crazy Mm -hmm. and I was really taking care of myself or at least trying to. And now I feel like I'm in a really good place to start and actually do it with all of my like heart and passion into it yeah that sounds great and now like like you said with all the time at home it'll be just so much easier to 
really dive into YouTube or anything that you're into. Oh, yeah. I'll have oodles of time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As you're preparing to graduate from college and kind of start with your post-grad life, do you have any concrete plans within like the next year or so? What does that look like for you? Honestly, right now, I know I'll be living at home and just really trying to find a job that I'm passionate about. I'm really nervous to get into work that I don't care for. So I've been reading hundreds of job applications and hopefully one of those pull through and I'll be working full time, but nothing too, I mean, everything seems so up in the air, like just, I don't know. So living at home, trying to get a job, hopefully buying a car. Those are like the things I'm kind of working towards by the year end. Yeah. Well, there's no rush. And honestly, like, I always feel like everything happens in perfect timing, you know? Yes. So yes, whatever will be, will be. But it still sounds very stressful. So I'm wishing you the best of luck with all of this coming (laughs) up. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So getting more into kind of like your current love life and dating, you are in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Let's hear about that. Well, his name is Tristan. We've been together for four years and three months now. Um, Yeah, I mean, things are going really, really great. That's awesome. So how uh, did you guys meet? We met when I was a senior in high school and he was a sophomore and I was in the musical. It was my first musical ever. It was Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Nice little, you know, cute little musical. And Mm -hmm. we, every Saturday, had something called, like, set building. I can't remember exactly, but it was, like, a set building day. And I was painting these wooden boards. And my director saw Tristan walking by me as I was painting them on the floor. And she goes, oh, hey, Tristan, will you help Bailey with these boards and I had no idea who he was I don't even think I'd seen him before and that same exact day we like just became best friends like oh we started talking and instantly clicked and we ended up I brought him to subway after (laughs) work and it was just like instant chemistry it was crazy wow that's super special Hmm. So what is he up to now? Is he also at the same university as you? No, uh, he goes to Gus Davis. So he's about an hour, I think, south of me. Mm-hmm. So he's studying music psychology. He really wants to do something with music. He's very passionate about it. So we are at different schools, but I do live at home. So it's a a lot easier for us to be able to see each other and like be able to FaceTime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily feel like long distance. No, I, I see him every weekend. So it's always been pretty consistent. Well, that's good. Have you found, um, it challenging to balance everything with school and seeing him and all that? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. You know, I think the hardest part is the time spent in the car, (laughs) as silly as that (laughs) sounds, because 
you know, if I'm driving from my school to his school, it's almost two hours. And then if I'm driving from home to his school, it's about an hour. So that takes up a lot of time. And our his schedule, I should say, is so crazy. He's in so many band activities and Gus Davis has a really weird like class time schedule. So it makes it difficult to get out there on a weekly basis, like during the weekdays. Um, but yeah, it can be hard because that time that I spend in the car can be spent on doing homework or going to work or something. But I've learned through the past few years to make it work and manage my time a little bit better. That's good. Was it challenging transitioning from dating in high school and going to the same school to dating in college or even when he was still in high school? Yeah. So our first year definitely was a full of challenges. I think, you know, taking a step back real quick, when I first met him, I just thought we were going to be friends and I ended up falling for him, which was, I was so mad at the time because I was like, I'm about to graduate and go to college and I wanted to go single and like, you know, have a dating life and whatever. When I got to school, it was definitely difficult to not be able to see each other every day. My freshman year of college was difficult in itself. So I think us, you know, he was so young, he didn't even have his license yet. So that really took a toll on us. We barely got to see each other unless someone could drive him there or pick me up to bring me home. And, you know, it was difficult. We really had to learn how to communicate with one another. But, you know, I just loved him so much. We made it work. And, you know, every single year is a challenge because it changes every year. But Mm -hmm. it's all about communication. It's literally the most important thing yeah I totally agree and that's why I asked too because I've been there before dating in college and with scheduling and all of that and it it was challenging Mm -hmm. so I'm always I always um like admire people that can kind of rise above that and find ways to make it work yeah and especially like when we are still considered so young I feel like people sometimes don't give us enough credit too when we're trying to balance dating in school but it's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a ton yeah. of work. I never realized how much work a relationship was until I got into it. And I was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all worth yeah. it. But yeah, it takes work. Yeah, totally agree. Um, you mentioned that you fell for him and that it was kind of like shocking because you were about to go off to college and wanted to be single, which, by the way, it's so funny how it always happens like when yeah. you're not <laughs> yeah, looking for it. Um And you also said you guys instantly clicked. So were you friends for a bit or how did you start dating? Yeah, we became friends in, I want to say around September. And he didn't ask me out until December. And basically what had happened was we were at Mall of America for a choir thing we were like singing the in the rotundra for Christmas and it was super cute. It was super fun. Aww, yeah. And when we got back, I invited him over to watch a Christmas movie. And when we were watching the movie, I kind of was like 
I need to tell him. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm a senior. If he rejects me, like it's totally fine. I'm outie soon anyways. (laughs) So when I went to go drop him off, I was like, what if I told you that I liked you? And he was speechless. He literally had no idea what to say. He was so taken back because I was always like, no, we're just friends. We're just friends. And then I want to say like a few days or maybe a week later, he asked me to be his girlfriend. So. Oh, did he also have feelings for you? Yeah, we've talked about it before. And he was like, you know, I kind of suppressed them because I never wanted to get my hopes up. So when you said that, I was like in shock. (laughs) So (laughs) it was like, yeah. Oh. So over these last four years, what are some of your favorite memories together? Ooh, I actually texted him about this and got a little bit of both of ours. Uh, I think my favorite memory would honestly be surprising him with a helicopter ride. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) We, it was our first trip together, which made us feel like actually alone. You know, it's hard Mm -hmm. when I live at home and he lives at, or he was living at home at the time. And it was like, we went to Duluth, which is funny because you were there the same time. Oh my gosh. That's right. You and I kept going to the exact same places and not even knowing it until checking social media. Yeah. It was so crazy. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. So we decided to go for a weekend and I love doing fun, spontaneous things. So I just decided, you know what? I'm going to surprise him with a helicopter ride and I drove him to the airport, made him close his eyes. And then I kind of messed it up a little bit because I took a wrong turn and I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm lost. <laughs> and he opened his eyes and I was like, no, close your eyes. <laughs> and then we got there and I told him and crazy story. They lost our uh, reservation in the computer system. So we had to wait like an hour And someone just came out out of the blue and we go, oh my God, like we've been waiting here for an hour. We were supposed to go on a helicopter ride and the guy was a pilot and he was like, oh, there's no one listed for tonight. And I showed him my receipt and everything. And he was like, don't worry, I'll take you guys out right now. And he gave us like the highest package and I only paid for the lowest package. So I got like a good deal out of that it was so so fun um had had you ever been in a helicopter before no I hadn't even been in a plane before so I like really was ballsy with that (laughs) um but yeah it ended up being so much fun oh that sounds really fun yeah that's mine so that's so sweet what did he say was his he said oh goodness what did he say my brain fog so bad I think um his I think he said the road trip we went on this past summer the whole thing was just such a surreal experience like it was 18 hours in the car together one way and then just going on tours and hiking up beautiful mountains and horseback riding and you know going to tea So Aww. he loved that, and that was Where did you guys, like, road trip to? We went to Glacier National Park for a few days, and then 
we drove into Canada and went to Alberta and stayed at the Prince of Wales. And it was the most beautiful place I've ever been in my entire life. And we would just like stand in front of our window in the hotel room and be like, oh my gosh, it's just so crazy. Yeah, I bet the views were amazing. Oh, so good. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. I love road trips. They're so, especially with your significant other, they can be so fun. Yeah, and I felt like it really tested us, you know, Mm-hmm. be like okay can we actually like go across the country in a car together and we did yeah. great <laughs> you just good. read his book you know and <laughs> you passed the test oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you guys have any up- well not current upcoming vacations with corona but you know any vacation plans down the road <laughs> yeah um I'm actually super excited he so he'll be a junior in college in the fall And so when he's a senior, he wants to go to Sweden for his Swedish studies. Um, I forgot to mention he's minoring in Swedish. And so he really wants to spend a semester in Sweden. And so I'll go and visit him. And we want to go to Paris and London. And I'll spend a few days in Sweden. So that's like our next big trip. And I'm probably not going to go anywhere with him before that because it's just so much money. But Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to that because I'm like, once all of this is over, you know, I'll be able to go visit the world. And yeah, we're really excited. Wow. That trip sounds like a dream. It's going to be so beautiful. Yeah. Did you ever study abroad in college? No, I really wanted to. And St. Thomas has this amazing London business semester. But around the time where I would have had to sign up, I just was not doing well mentally. And I knew going across the country for four months, I would definitely not do okay. So Mm -hmm. I decided to stay back. And I've just never looked into J terms or anything, mostly because my college experience wasn't the greatest up until this year. So I've been, you know, just staying here in the States, hanging out with friends and stuff over breaks and during school. So that's very similar to my experience too. So I feel you. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we've talked about that before. Yes. Yes. All right. So what do you think Tristan has taught you? Oh my God. Did I say Tristan? Yeah. Is that his name? Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I like second guessed myself. I knew it was. And then I heard it out loud and I was like, no, that's Khloe Kardashian's guy. And then oh, I, for no. some reason, I thought it was Christian. <laughs> oh, my God. My brain just freaked out in the matter of, like, 0.2 seconds. No, it's okay. I um. literally will forget my friends' names and be like, <laughs> oh, my God, is that their name? And then I'll be like, yes, Bailey, you're fine. <laughs> like, I knew it. And then when it left my mouth, I was like, what if it's not his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think Tristan has taught you over these last few years? I think the biggest thing, minus the communication part, because that has, I mean, it's been a two-way learning process, but the biggest thing he's taught me is how to love myself, which is kind of interesting when I say it out loud, but when we first started dating, I was just getting to this point where I like felt good about myself and feeling like confident and 
when I got to my freshman year of college, everything just kind of shattered. Like I felt so broken and he was really there for me, but in a way that he kind of taught me to fend for myself, but in like the most loving way. I don't really know how to explain this, (laughs) but he just always made me reflect on what I wanted and what I was doing and who I wanted to be and like if I was actually going in that direction just like a lot of self-reflection it it was really good for me yeah is he like a really big self-reflector I don't I mean personally I don't think so I think it was just a way that he like had me like help myself because I don't typically find him reflecting on things much (laughs) (laughs) but he definitely like helped me in that sense yeah I think the last thing that he's really taught me is how to be patient he's an Aries so he can get very temperamental and that was something I was kind of used to with my sister she's a Capricorn she's very strong-headed so Mm -hmm. you know when he gets into these self-doubt or just like he's upset with himself I kind of have to put myself in his shoes for a second and be like okay be patient like he's gonna come out of it um and you know just patience in general you know there's just a lot that happens in a relationship and you have to learn how to deal with it for sure what sign are you I'm a Libra so you know I got some harmony and I'm really empathetic and you know try Mm -hmm. to put myself in people's shoes and be understanding I love Libras they're so nice (laughs) (laughs) why thank you yeah. So typically do Aries and Libras tend to be compatible? Do you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, when I Google it, one of the signs when you Google like relationships, one of them will say that they are compatible and then as like in the top three or something. And then if you Google the other sign, it's not in the top three. But every time I look in a book, it says we're compatible. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say That's yes. Good. Uh, have you guys ever taken any of the like love language tests or the Enneagram tests? We are both uh, ENFJs, which is oh pretty gosh. interesting. And so is my sister. <laughs> okay. That's what I was in high school now too, except now I'm INFJ. So I just introverted myself. Oh, <laughs> there We're you very go. similar. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we got a lot of ENFJs up in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um And then I know my love language. I think the top one is gifting. Okay, same. (laughs) I've told him to take it, but he's never taken it. But I would probably assume like physical touch or something. Yeah. But I always find that one so interesting because it just, it's so helpful, especially in a newer relationship for me to figure out how they perceive that I care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I always find that so like interesting, and I love hearing what other people's. Um, I'm also my my love language is also the gift giving one and receiving. Um, yeah, and I feel like we get so much like crap for it sometimes. So I'm oh, glad that you understand. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I definitely love giving more than receiving for sure. Like I'm always yeah. surprising him with things I got at the mall or like you know, fun little activities for us to do. But I also just love giving, like receiving things. I think it's more 
in the sense, like, if you're out and you see something for someone, you're like, oh, they, like, thought of me and they thought I would like this. It's not like me trying to be, like, materialistic. I don't know. I just like the thought. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice knowing that something made them think of me Mm -hmm. enough to, like, bring it back. And, like, then when I have it, I know – I don't know. I'm, like, I get really emotionally attached to items in the sense where it makes me happy knowing who gave that to me. Mm Mm-hmm. So – I totally understand. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So I want to get more into kind of like your dating life and his dating history and all of that. But before we do, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles. We have pastels. We have an After Dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimalistic or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com store slash Michaela dash Or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link. So that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well. And even on the podcast's Instagram at breaking up underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too. So if you use the code breaking up in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it. So go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you. And if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. And we're back. So I know you and Tristan started dating in high school and he was a sophomore I believe right yeah so you guys were pretty young did you date at all before getting into that relationship well I mean in middle school (laughs) you know you have those like funny over the text type relationships yeah and then when it came to high school I was really like you know I just want to be single and hang out with my girlfriends and you know not worry about boys. And around my, oh, I think it was my junior year of high school, I ended up kind of seeing this guy, but I I was never really trying to look for a relationship. So my dating history was very small. And I mean, Tristan, he was so young. He had had like, I think one girlfriend before me, but it was like that weird freshman year type relationship Mm -hmm. so so this is like your first serious relationship for the both of you yeah that's special because it's 
it's nice knowing that there's someone that like grew up with you, you know? Yeah, it's really special. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your like best dating stories? Ooh. I feel like one of my best dating stories would honestly again with the helicopter. Also Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. But Tristan and I, we used to go on these night walks early in our relationship. And those were so fun because I live in the country. We both do. And when we would go, we would go at night and all of the light bugs were outside. Oh, what are they called? Lightning bugs. Yeah, fireflies. And you could just see them all through the like meadow where we were walking by. And it would be so fun. And we would do it like every night, every week. It was one of my favorite things to do. Oh, yeah. That's so like pure. <laughs> yeah. It didn't cost anything. It, it was just yeah. fun to be around him and take a nice walk. Yeah. It's very sentimental. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you have any like either bad dating stories? Or <laughs> oh, gosh. I would have to say my first date ever was like a complete train wreck. <laughs> Oh, no. It was so crazy. I actually love having the story, though, because it's one of my favorites to tell. And should I tell it? Yes, please. Okay. I'm like on the edge of my seat. <laughs> okay. So I was a junior, and my best friend at the time, I don't even remember how this kid and I met, but she, like, kind of set us up and then I don't know like if he just asked me out or if we were talking before that or what but we ended up going on a date and the day of the date it was supposed to storm so bad and I was I'm like super scared of storms so I was so nervous and He pulled up into the driveway in his dad's like super nice car and off in the distance, I'm like seeing these super black clouds, like just getting ready to storm away. And we ended up like halfway through our drive, we were going to Perkins because I remember he wanted me to pick the place and I didn't want anything with like high pressure. I was just kind of like, I want to go somewhere where I'm like comfortable and like. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I want to go to Perkins, man. So we were halfway there and it just started storming so hard. And I literally started having like an anxiety attack. So I had to roll back the seat and like start breathing. <laughs> and he was like, it's going to be okay. And I was like, trying not to cry because I was just like, I don't want to be in a car. Like, I'm so freaked out right now. We Did got you to know him really well before this, or no? This okay. is very oh. embarrassing for me. <laughs> oh, no. I was just like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this kid is like watching me have an anxiety <laughs> attack in his passenger seat. <laughs> so then we get to Perkins. I was so anxious. I ordered a cinnamon roll, and that was it. And I like barely. I don't even think I ate it all. And he ended up, like, getting the car, and he asked me if I wanted to go to his friend's house to watch a movie. And I was like, you know what? There needs to be something else to this date. I'll go watch a movie. And we picked up my friend at the time, 
to go watch it with us and then made it into like this double date because it was at his friend's house. Mm-hmm. And they asked what movie we wanted to watch. We didn't really care. So they put on <laughs> Interstellar, which is a oh, three hour movie. <laughs> And I had no idea. I was just like, okay, like I like Matthew McConaughey, like whatever. Mm-hmm. We started watching it. I was like, I'm so beyond lost right now. Like I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. And throughout the movie, this guy that we were at his house, this dude was like leaving constantly. And I was like, I have no idea where this guy is going. But my date told me not to worry about it, whatever. And three hours later, I'm, like, so past my curfew. (laughs) I was, like, where did this guy go? And my friend was, like, I don't know. He left, like, 20 minutes ago. And so we had to go find him so my date could bring both of us home, like, my friend and I. Mm -hmm. And we had to find this guy before we left. And it probably took 10 minutes to find him. And I can't remember if I found him or if my date found him, but I remember him watching crawl back into the house through a window. And I was so confused. I was like, what was this dude doing? And he started walking. He was so intoxicated. And I was so (laughs) confused because I was like, this kid was going up to drink by himself all night. Like, it was so confusing. So... My date obviously didn't want to leave him alone because he didn't realize how intoxicated he was. And we brought him along to bring all of us back to our houses. And this kid, we're like sitting in the car. Like, I'm just like so over this date. And my friend goes, you need to pull over. And he just threw up everywhere <laughs> and I was like oh, in the car God. yeah in the car and this oh. my dates you know his dad's nice sport car like it was oh my God. so bad and then he was sick for like five minutes outside of the car and I just could not even believe it I was like this is so bad <laughs> oh my God. that I think you win for like the best worst dating story <laughs> Yeah, I love telling it because it's just like so ridiculous, but it just builds and builds too. Like, yeah, more. <laughs> it was crazy. Wow, I feel like those are all signs from God or the higher whatever you know, saying that like this isn't who you're supposed to be with. Oh, for sure. And then we yeah. went on more dates and more crazy stuff happened, and I was just like, really? no, dude, this ain't it. <laughs> wow. Wait, what else happened? Oh, this is the most like embarrassing story, but I'll tell it anyways because it's kind of funny. <laughs> Basically, there was this time I so everybody who knows me knows I'm obsessed with chicken fingers. Like I literally love chicken nuggets. They're so so good. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so he wanted to take me to Raising Cane's because I'd never been. And we got there. We drove like an hour or something to get there. It was so crazy. I was like, why are we driving so far for fast food chain? But whatever. So we get there (laughs) and it was closed. And he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I had no idea they'd be closed. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. We can just go to Panera because it was across the street. Mm -hmm. Now, when you order at Panera, you have to give, you know, your names for the order. And... While we were waiting at our table, this girl's name was called, 
and I, I cannot remember the name to save my life, but I remember looking at him and I just go, I hate that name. Like it is just such like not a good name. And he went, that's my mom's name. And I was oh. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. I was like, oh my God, like I just met it for like my kids one day. <laughs> I felt so bad. Was he <laughs> offended or did he take it lightly? You know, I think at first he was. And then I was like so embarrassed. He was like, okay, whatever. And I mean, he we still went on dates after that. But that was definitely mm-hmm. the most embarrassing thing I think I've ever done on a date. Like it was just so oh bad. <laughs> you had like one in a billion of chances. I too, know. For having his mom's name. I wish you remembered the name too. I'm so curious. <laughs> oh, I wish I did. That's hilarious. I cannot believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you found your person. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did you ever get your heart broken beforehand? No. And it's so crazy. Like some people tell me like, you have to have your heart broken once in life. And I just don't think that's true. Like, I've never really experienced that before. Like, I felt, like, crushed in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, if a crush didn't work out. But I never had, like, that movie moment of, like, just being heartbroken. You know, making the thing of brownies yeah. and watching the, <laughs> you know, the rom-coms yeah. with the tissue box and the bottle of wine. <laughs> yes. But, you know, I take that as a little bit of a blessing because... I just don't know, you know, what would have happened with Tristan and I if I had gone mm-hmm. through something like that in high school or and I'm just glad we're still together, you know? So, yeah, I think it's very lucky. I don't think everyone necessarily needs to feel that pain. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I can't really speak for my parents cuz I know my mom dated young, but I believe cuz they are high school sweethearts. I don't think my mom has ever gone through a bad breakup because she's always been with my dad. And I, I've envied that, you know? It's so crazy that you say that because that is just like my parents. Oh. And it's just like Tristan's parents too. They had dated like other people, but they were like college sweethearts and my parents were high school sweethearts. So they like mm-hmm. both kind of understand like Tristan and I's relationship, like being so young and like growing up together. Right. But yeah. That's, I always feel like having similar families as your boyfriend or girlfriend can help so much just because Mm -hmm. they understand like how you were raised and you know values and all of that it's yeah so that's very special too that you can relate to him on that oh yeah do your guys's families get along well you know we haven't really like I know it's crazy because it's been four years but our families haven't interacted that much and I feel like it's mostly because they're so different and they have vastly different hobbies and lifestyles. So, you know, we've, we always talk about doing a dinner together, but it's just never happened. Um, but you know, they're very, they obviously like each other. It's not like there's any bad blood or anything. It's just never really happened. Well, I think you've got time. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, do you guys have any plans for your future together? 
Like, what does that look like? Yeah, so there's been a lot of talk between us two about engagement within the next year, year and a half. You know, yeah, we're really ready to like take the next step, but we're putting education first. I want him to be graduated. He's thinking about going to grad school, but I'm like, we can handle that, you know, as long as you Mm -hmm. have your four year degree. So within the next year, that would be around the time where we could have like a decently long engagement, but not too long. Mm -hmm. Um, So we've definitely talked about it. We've talked about living together and kind of like what we want to do financially, like if we want to rent or save to like buy a house. Um, And we talked about family and all that stuff. We've talked a lot about the future and it's something I think that really helps us, especially in the harder times when things get really busy and we're just like, you know, we just have to like persevere through this hard week and it'll be, you know, an amazing outcome. Yeah, everything is temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's very exciting. I like got chills when you talked about the engagement. <laughs> yeah, I know. We oh, I'm so excited. I have the ring picked out and everything. Yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to those Instagram posts. So when I oh, see Oh heck it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Um okay, so kind of just to wrap up this episode. Knowing everything that you know now and everything that you've gone through, is there anything that you wish you could either tell your younger self in terms of dating and what you went through or anything that you wish you would have done differently? I think I was an overthinker when I thought about relationships. I wish I could tell myself don't put so much pressure on things and don't overthink things so much because you're going to, no matter who you're with, And no matter what person, like how many people you've been with prior, like you're always going to start from somewhere and you're going to slowly grow together and figure things out. Like you don't have to know everything about a relationship before you get into it. That's all going to be learned throughout it. And I just wish I would have known that before because I always felt so unprepared for a relationship. So I think that's like the biggest thing for me. Did you feel unprepared beforehand or during the relationship? Beforehand. And, you know, especially when I realized I liked him, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I could be totally, like, messing things up so bad, you know? Yeah. And so it was really easy for me to overthink things. And I almost didn't tell him how I felt because I was just, like, thinking I just couldn't figure out how I would figure out going about being in a relationship with him and that held me back from telling him for longer and I mean I did get the courage to tell him because I was like you know it's kind of a whatever moment you know but I definitely overthought it for a long time and even like in high school I would overthink things so much about guys and there's just really no need to yeah I can relate because I'm such an overthinker and there were so many instances with boys or even friendships and just, or like trying to answer a question in class even where I wish I could go back and speak up or say what I wanted to say. (laughs) (laughs) So I get that. Um, What is your biggest advice for someone going through a breakup? Ooh, that's a good question. 
I guess know that (laughs) there's going to be somebody out there who one day will completely understand you. And, you know, it's hard because I've never really been through a breakup, but like, just think about all, like, don't lose sight of the hope, you know? Mm -hmm. I just, I love love and it makes me so sad when people give up or lose sight of it. And I just, I believe for everybody, there's someone out there for them. And when you find that person, every single thing you went through in the past will have been worth it. So take that time through that breakup to really learn about yourself and what you want and what's going to make you happy. And just take what you've learned and pursue that in the next relationship, I guess is the advice I would have, even though I shouldn't really be talking. (laughs) No, I think that's really good. Um, It always reminds me too that, you know, you're one breakup closer to never having to go through that again or finding your person. Yes. I love that. (laughs) So I always end each episode with a quote about what we talked about. And since today's episode was all about you, do you have any quotes that really resonate with you right now? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't really think so. I have like the worst memory on the entire planet. (laughs) (laughs) So quotes for me are really hard just because I can never remember them. But I was working on my bullet journal today and I read something that was super pretty. So I can read that. Okay. Um, it's from Butterflies Rising. I don't know if that's a book or an author or something, but it reads, why else are we here if not to live with unreasonable passion for things? And I just thought that was so beautiful and you could tie that into any aspect yeah. of your life. Yeah, I agree. I really like that. It's so perfect for like a spring bullet journal layout too. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast today, Bailey. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yeah. Where can the listeners find you? Do you want to plug any socials? Yes. So, I mean, you can check out my YouTube channel. It's a hot mess right now, but that's just (laughs) Bailey Wells and... I guess I'll plug my Instagram, which is underscore Bailey Wells underscore. So yeah, go give her a follow. I'll leave those description or I'll leave the links to both her YouTube and Instagram in the description of this episode. Um, But that's it for today's episode. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com, or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.